my god. So soulful. Oh, I don't know if it was soulful. Oh, it sounded in that last note. It sounded <laughs> I didn't soulful. know where I was going with that one. That was like that was like the interpretive dance of intros. <laughs> interpretive vocals. Yes, interpretive vocals. I was just feeling it and I was just going with it, take seeing where it led me. Well, led you to episode 349. Hello, Brainiacs. Hello, friends. We've missed you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to speak for Sarah. I did. Well, I I'll, missed you. You can speak for both of us. Yeah, we missed you, okay? Yeah. There I'm you glad go. you're here. <laughs> What's going on over there? Oh, man. I'm doing okay, except they have a plant that... <sighs> when I came back home from our trip, I tried to save it. It's it's not going so well. And what it's happened? been a long time since I had a plant that I had to throw out. It just got real droopy. I think I left it in the sun. It, too much, it got too much sun. And it has been a long time. So I'm like nursing it back to health. It feels like my real project right now. <laughs> yeah, don't get rid of that thing. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nurse it back to life. But, you know, that's like the only big thing going on with me. Wow. That and like trying to start up my Clinton's trying to start up my uh, clinical practice and everything. How's that going? It's going real well. I've had a few brain candy brainiacs that have reached out. And, uh, you know, just people who have listened to the show and been like, I think I'm going to give this therapy thing a shot. And huh. I think that's always a wonderful thing. And I encourage anybody who's listening and in California and uh, in need of therapy, I can do it online or in person. And we can, you know, help make you feel better. Mm hmm. Amen, wow. Right? Amen. Let's hope so anyway. Yeah. That's, uh, I would feel so weird though if I were therapizing brainiacs. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, it's like anything else. If I were, uh, uh, I don't know, a plumber and had a plumbing podcast and you needed help with that, I'd, you know, you could hire me. Oh yeah. I support it. I just am saying I would feel weird. Yeah, well, you know, I, I talked about this uh, with my supervisor and with a few other people in the business, and and we were saying one of the most important things about about success in therapy is feeling like you and your therapist like vibe that mm-hmm. you guys are the same kind of person who like they get you, they understand you, you know, you have a good connection. You don't have to be the same kind of person, but you know, just have a good therapeutic like connection. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, and so when we were talking, we were saying, like, it's great when they are people who have listened to the show because you know what you're getting. Like, if right, you I get that. Show, like, we have the same ideas. Like, I see you. You've, like, listened. You know what my take on things, like, maybe some things are going to be. And you're like, hey, I, I see how she's handled problems. I see how the advice she gives to just, like, you know, hypothetical situations. And I think she could help me. Then we are going to have... We are more likely, you know, based on uh, what the research shows, to have success is working together. Wow, that's great. So I get what you're it. saying, too. You, they already know whether they jive with your style. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that and writing, like, my bio for, you know, the website and everything. And there's, like, a you can, like, talk like a therapist, like, right out of a book of, like, you know, I want to make sure that we blah, 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 and, like, all that therapist talk. Or I can just talk like me. And be mm-hmm. like, you know what's hard? Being a person. Let's make that better. Mm-hmm. Like that. And that my, my supervisor was like, yeah, because it'll attract the kind of people who you your style will fit with. So here I am, people. Right. All right. Well, that's good. I hope we get some more Brainiacs coming to you. Yeah. That's exciting. And then Thanks. pretty soon you're going to be like freaking waiting listed. People are going to be clamoring, and you're like, sorry, yes. there's only so many hours in a day, people. Right. I can only do so much. So Maybe get some it while reality show people. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for some people from the show that will be like, hey, I'd like to, you know, 
talk with you, mm-hmm. given that we don't have a dual relationship. I thought it was funny how, you know, whenever we talked about your divorce and then it got picked up by some outlets and stuff, I thought it was funny how they always use my my bio as my actual title. Like they call me a recovering reality TV star. Oh that's my what gosh, I put in that's my bio. really funny. And I'm just oh. like, oh my God. How do you feel about that? It's true, I am, but I just wouldn't think they would put that. Right, that's funny though. Now it's like, oh, maybe maybe you make that bio sound real fancy. Put that every time. (laughs) Yeah, it should be like president of the uh, United States of America. Yeah, mine is craft queen, so I don't know if I want them. uh... They they should use that. Right, Sarah, craft queen. I feel that like would be funny. I feel like you almost fell off the craft wagon, though, because you're not really a big into that right now. Because you're so busy. Yeah, I, I took a little bit of a break, but I find ways to be crafty in like other or like creative in other ways. Mm-hmm. You know, even with just like decorating my house or even like nursing my plants back to life, you kind of have to like be creative in in different ways. So I, I feel like I I get the itch scratched. What if like, things like decorating my bulletin board that shows the things I have to do this month. Is this at your house? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. not not a vision board though. No, no, no. Just a regular like, you know, it's calendar. Like, That's I got nice. shit to do this day. Da, 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 da. But I always like to make it themed. Like on uh, October, I draw pumpkins around it. Stuff like Wait, that. is this like dry erase? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Well, because yeah, when yeah. you say bulletin board, I'm picking I'm picturing those Ah, yes, like a, a bulletin board, you know, like what that would actually be. Yeah, no, a dry erase board with a calendar on it, you know. Okay. That's, yeah. um, I thought I'd kick off the show talking about something that was news to me, which was that um, Ed Sheeran evidently mm-hmm. is a huge fan of Heinz Ketchup. Um, oh. And in honor of them, he got a Heinz Ketchup tattoo. And apparently he sent a DM to the Heinz Corporation and then they decided they were going to do a limited edition Ed Sheeran bottle. Oh my gosh, this is great. Okay. So like they made 150 of them and it's like for charity and stuff, they'll auction it off. But I mean, is there, do you think there's any food or anything that you would get a tattoo of? Oh, a tattoo of? I'm like, I love Ritz crackers, but not that much. Right. That's what I'm thinking. However... Uh, I did, as you know, my dog Waffles, RIP. Stop it. Uh, the guy <laughs> I was dating at the time, he got a commemorative tattoo of Waffle, of a Waffle. What? In honor of Waffles. Sarah. No, I'm serious. Why? Because we really love this dog. Stop acting like this is normal. Why is that not normal? If you're a heavily tattooed person and you have an animal that passes away... It is very normal to get a commemorative tattoo to Mike. Yeah, but I don't... I was under the impression this was your dog. Well, it was our dog. We got it together. We dated for a long time. And then Waffles died, RIP, and then... Yes. And what was this tattoo? Well, also, let's talk about this. Because mm-hmm. if now that I look back on this with like a different eye and we look at timing of everything, Waffles passed away... And I think that was right before, like a little bit before, then we got a new dog. <laughs> and then and then I broke up with him. So I think the tattoo was kind of like bangs for a chick. 
but also and also a way to be like you abandoned us and this dog and look at how important it was to me because like he got i I left him with the dog and wait he got the tattoo before you broke up or after after really sarah yes I mean, that's, what do I know that I'm just like, that's just, do you think he regrets it? No, I know he doesn't. Well, actually, I don't know that. I can't say that for sure, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't. And it's a really cute tattoo and I would totally, well, that's what I want to know. What does it look like? Oh, like an adorable, like cartoon waffle with like melting butter on it. It's so cute. Oh, okay. It's not the dog. No, no. That's why I kept saying it was a waffle. Yeah, but the dog's name is Waffles. Well, I would have said Waffles. It w- he just got a waffle. I don't know. I should have been more specific. I think he said a waffle tattoo, and I'm not uh, going around wondering if your dog's name is plural or not. <laughs> so uh, I wasn't sure. Fair, 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 fair. This is all true. Yes. Oh, that's cute then. Yeah, adorable, right? Yeah, just I'm like, into and nobody that. would really know. It's just like, and like, think about it. You've got a bunch of other tattoos, and then you get like a cute little waffle. On there? That's cute. Yeah, that is so cute. So that's that. Okay, so now you're on board. So that's mm-hmm. what I was saying of like, I would get a waffle, but not yeah. waffles. Right. Right? I, I totally agree. I was picturing it. You know those tattoos people get when someone they love dies and it's like yes. an actual portrait of them? Yes. I, I don't know why I'm not in. I, I don't like, I'm not into it. Right. So you see why that's not. I mean, it's normal in the sense that a lot of people do Correct. it, but it's not like our cup of tea. Yeah. Oh, um, here's why I don't like that. Uh-huh. And it's okay if you have it, whatevs. Yeah, Because whatever. they're so rarely are they done well. Yes. That is the thing that it is, is it's not that I don't like the idea of a tattoo with somebody's face on it who passed away that's important to you. It's that I cringe when I see the two pictures next to each other of what they brought in and what the end result was. And I'm like, oh, that cannot be, feel like, no, no, no. Yeah, they're so almost never attractive. Yeah, but unless you're Kat Von D who does it, who she does like amazing ones. Then that's allowed. But, yeah. Um, what is attractive definitely and is my new obsession is orate fine jewelry which we were just talking about when we were in Nashville. We sure were. Because I got these beautiful rings. Yes. And it's from this company, Orate. And it, it's a company that was founded by women, for women. And basically they wanted to make jewelry you've always wanted, but you could never find or you couldn't afford because of the crazy markup that goes on. And they just went in and were like, they hacked the jewelry market. And they wanted to make real gold accessible to everyone. And so you could have heirlooms and stuff to pass down. But, you know, that's affordable. It is. And the pieces are so elegant. And um, a lot of them are really, like, delicate looking and so flattering and pretty. And you don't even have to take it off. You can shower with it and play oh, sports or whatever. You're pre- you're speaking my language now, right? That that is the number one thing I look for in jewelry. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm into it already. Orate's gold feels substantial. The diamonds sparkle and shine. It's super high quality, so pretty. And one other cool thing is they it's ethically made in New York City and empowering women with the best jewelry options without sacrificing style. And for every piece sold, a child in need receives a book to further their education. We love that. And I saw on their website, it says they believe that all women deserve the very best. And I'm like, yeah, man, we do. I mean, what? Like yes. this shouldn't even be up for debate, but 
I love my rings. They're so pretty. And they have a deal for you guys. For 15% off your first Orate purchase, go to oratenewyork.com slash brain candy and use our promo code brain candy. So it's AU, you know how the element symbol for gold is yes, AU? Yes. So it's auratenewyork.com slash brain candy. Think of it like that. And then you'll remember. And you get 15% off. And they have necklaces, earrings, rings, everything. It's so nice. But anyway, I digress. Uh, any hoodles, that's that. Try that out and send pictures, tag us. Um, anyway, so some fancy jewelry, I know cute stuff, Mm. but now I'm totally distracted by what we were like. I, I'm like only thinking about, oh, right. I'm like, what were we talking about? Now I'm just thinking of cute outfits. Well, Heinz ketchup and like, ah, yes. What about like a wine bottle or something? Okay. But this, oh, that's kind of funny. Mm hmm. But no, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah, but I wouldn't you know, do it. But this is reminding me mm-hmm. of the most hilarious tattoo, but not hilarious. Like, ha ha, okay. hilarious. Like, what is going on that I saw yeah. when we were on our trip? What do you do? You remember what I told you? The one I told you about when we were at Dolly World, Dollywood. I forget. I keep calling it Dolly World because of Wally World. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, so this this elderly woman who no joke, I'm not kidding here, 75 years old. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Comes, and I saw it twice at the park, once in the bathroom where I almost asked her if I could take a picture, but then I didn't. I should have. I have regrets. But then once when we were like just walking into the park, 75 years old, typical grandma look, like she has the haircut, she has the glasses, (laughs) she has the bag everything mm-hmm. what she also has that is not in the typical grandma look uh is a tattoo that is no joke 10 inches by four inches oh my god of an oscar meyer weenie mobile yeah is that what they call it the wiener mobile special- yeah the wiener mobile she mm-hmm. has the wiener mobile and inside <laughs> the wiener mobile driving the wiener mobile is a poorly done mickey mouse And then on the side of the Wienermobile, rather than it saying Oscar Mayer, is the date of somebody's, like, like their, you know, birth and death and a name. Oh, my God. So she was commemorating somebody with the Oscar Mayer Wienie-mobile and, which should be called a Wienie Wagon also. Bad name, (laughs) now that I think of it. And then Mickey Mouse driving it. And it's huge, and it's on the side of her leg, and she is showing it off. And so, is this vertical or horizontal? It ra- kind of wraps around. It's at a little bit of an oh angle. Oh my god! That yes, is horrendous. Seuss. I know. I couldn't believe it. I said, I just had so many questions. I just, and it didn't <laughs> look like it was old. It looks fairly new. Yeah, this wasn't like she had a drunk night in her thirties. No. And this, this is, this is, this was a. She made the decision. What do you think this person who died, like, really loved Mickey Mouse and Wienermobile? Maybe. And we it's can, such we, a specific... Only, it's so specific. Fetish. Yeah, and then the, the interesting thing is, like, <laughs> you're, you're commemorating what somebody else loved on your own body. You know, like, mm-hmm. you have no... Atta- if that is the story, like, you don't have an attachment to these things, but they like them, right. so then you put them on you. But that's not really... Com- it's... Mem- like commemorating the person it's more like what they liked i don't know it just seems weird 
It would have been like this thing, like, okay, so like my grandma passes away. Oh, I should get a tattoo for her. She loved birds. And the birds are everywhere. And I always talk about how she said, look for me and the birds. And there was the bird in my house the day after she died and blah, 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 blah. That'd be cool. Right? So I can get a, and I have the blackbird lyrics on my back. I mean, it's like perfect. So I can get a bird and then it like, it's how I, you know. Yes. It's meaningful to you. Yeah, but I wouldn't get a deck of cards because she liked bridge. (laughs) (laughs) That would be cool too, though. Right, it kind of (laughs) would. Like you could do a cool deck. Yeah, I could pull that off. Yeah, you're so right about that, though. The bird thing, that's cool. But maybe that's what's happening with the Wienermobile Mickey. We don't know. Oh, maybe that's a good point. She loves wieners. She <laughs> she sees the Wienermobile everywhere, and they always yeah. had Fourth of July together and made hot dogs together. And now she yeah. feels like every time she sees it, it's like thinking of whoever this person was, and she happens to see it way more often than the average person would. Yeah, it's meaningful to yes. her. Yes. Now oh, we, this is, now we got yes, somewhere. We know. Yes. So there you go. This is reminding me of a story, uh, another story I read that was just like one of those little feel-good news articles about a guy who's like, I think he's like in college and maybe like junior college with his girlfriend, and he picked her up every day in a different themed car. And one time it was the, uh, he found a way to rent or like get a hold of the weenie, like that weenie mobile because he was in a, in a parking lot. And he's like, man, this is like a whole thing I do with my girlfriend. Can I just borrow your car for a bit? And he picked her up in that. And it's like real funny. And she has a compilation video of all the cars that he's picked her up in. Come and on. Like, it's really funny. It's like he borrows a friend's car who's like a pizza delivery guy. And then he dresses up as like a pizza delivery guy. And then he's like <laughs> going to go pick up my, you know, something like my slice or something like that or whatever he calls or something cute like um, oh my little sweetie pie that's what he says like my sweetie pie and it's like a pizza pie and then every time he picks her up he yells from the car he's like yells real loud like allison 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 and it's it's so funny it just made me laugh so much because could you imagine like them the one day he comes to pick you up from school in the actual weenie mobile it's great i hope they (laughs) forget together forever like that's hilarious and i bet he's so fun my so only, fun. my only sort of reservation is I know some guys like this, and I just the people that I know that are like that. It tends to be more about them than it is about like making you feel good or making you laugh. Yeah, but you know what? That it. Uh, you're probably right, but well, just where the impression is. Oh my gosh, she went to all this trouble for me, but really, I feel like yeah. it's you know because he. Loves being crazy and silly. But I do really love the dynamic of the yeah. wild, crazy guy and the girl who's annoyed by him. Is like she kind the, of annoyed the wife. by it? Yeah, but like cute annoyed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, for Pete's sake. Kind of like the bat dad. Do you remember that guy? Yes, yes, yes. I love him. He's so funny. And I'm sure yeah. that was about him. But there's so many good things that came from it and like... I'd rather them do that than do some other annoying thing, like be the guy who dresses up and is like the the f- crazy fan at the sports game who's like everybody knows him because he's oh, like yeah, the guy who yeah, dresses yeah. up in the cat suit or whatever it is. Like that's I, one way to get attention. You're so or right. you can do this. It's just that I've dated guys like this and it's it's kind of exhausting. I, I would imagine it's exhausting. But you know yeah. what? I, I, I There's got to be like a middle, you know, 
I'm really so, yeah. I'm really bad rooting for this guy. <laughs> oh yeah, he sounds really nice. I'm just and then when to I, think. they interviewed him and everything, and he he wasn't like one of those guys like say like a like maybe somebody from the challenge, mm-hmm. you know, or from that kind of world yeah, who yeah, may be yeah. similar just in personality seeking. to that. Yeah, he wasn't like that. It was more like, well, you know, it started as like this one thing, and I just did it like once and. And he kind of had that attitude, and he's like, and then I was, like, going to rent a costume for a, you know, Halloween party, and I saw it in the parking lot, and I just knew, like, this is my one chance to do this, and I'll probably really regret it if I don't. It wasn't like, oh, man, I got to seek this out because I got to get bigger and better and crazier and all the time, you know? He had, like, a more humble attitude about it Mm -hmm. and let her do a lot of the talking during the interview. Yeah. Where she was like, it was so weird. He just kept picking me up silly. like this. And, yeah. Yes, he's silly. And I just love it. And he's like young and they're both cute. And Wait, what did it's you just, just like, say? What? That they're bo- what? What did you what just I say? I couldn't hear you. You said, oh, I just. I just, li- I just think they're real cute. I just am rooting for them. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're cute too. I also think um, Omigo toilet seats are super cute. Super cute, and your bum will be super cute after you use it. We were just talking about this in Nashville with my friend Kelly, who was there, because she had got was I think she was at a hotel or somewhere where they had Omigo toilet seats, and she was like, "Everyone should have these. They're so <laughs> awesome. Why are we still wiping with friggin' toilet paper? It's gross." I can't understand it. Yeah, the Omigo toilet seats are. A fancy and actually hygienic and proper way to take care of your booty. It has mm-hmm. a heated seat, no, so you don't have that cold seat thing. The night light, so you can see where you're going in the middle of the night. There's a remote control, a deodorizer, mm-hmm. sterilization, uh, water comes up, cleans your butt. It's awesome. And you can save uh, rolls of toilet paper, which are bad for yes. the environment. And no plumber needed or anything. You can just hook it up real easy on your own. And it just feels like, why has the toilet game not changed ever? Well, it has in other countries except well, ours. True. Yeah. So yeah, we're getting we're anal about cleanliness over here. Um, we can't live without our Omigo, and neither should you. That's why our friends at Omigo are hooking you up with your very own warm water wash luxury bidet seat. It's amazing. Listeners, Omigo didn't forget about you. Get 20% off your order when you go to myomigo.com slash brainkinney. That's Omigo with an O as in, oh, how did I ever live without this? For better health and hygiene, stop wiping and start washing. You'll be glad you switched. That's myomigo.com slash brainkinney to get 20% off the toilet seat that's changing lives one wash at a time. Yes. Fun, fun. Clean buns. Clean buns. Um... What else did I want to tell you about? What did you want to tell me there about? There was this article um, that was talking about, I guess it was like an advice column where people write mm-hmm. in and say, here's what's going on. And the person said she has a, a really serious mushroom allergy mm-hmm. and she is married. And whenever they go to the in-laws house, they purposefully put mushrooms in what? everything. Stop. No, they don't. Yes. They're trying to kill her. That is sociopathic. Wait, what? Susie. Yes. What is... Tell me the story. She's like... She said every time she goes over, they have this fancy dinner or whatever, and she can't eat any of it because it all has mushrooms in it. And she was saying how they didn't used to love mushrooms or anything. They're not like mushroom enthusiasts. They are just doing it because they kind of feel annoyed that she has this affliction, which I think they think is... 
not real. Yeah, like the gluten thing that everyone says they have. Yeah, but mushrooms is such a weird specific one. Is this one of those, unless she's a person who says I'm allergic to mushrooms, but just it really means I prefer not to eat mushrooms. She has to carry an EpiPen. Oh, for Christ's sake, they're trying to kill her. Yes. This should be illegal. I know. They're, they That's should go to, they should, they're like, this should be, wait a sec. Yeah. Come on. I wouldn't go over there. What if you were, how about this? What if you were at, you had a child in a classroom. Imagine this scenario. You, your Lincoln is in a classroom with a kid who has a peanut allergy. Yeah. And you hear that one of the moms got into like a fight with this mom who, with a kid who has a peanut allergy and you know that this kid who smells peanuts will die if he, like, eats them or whatever. He needs an EpiPen, too. Yeah. And she inten- in- intentionally packs him peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every single day for the rest of the year. It's terrible. Don't you feel like this mom should, like, be in, like, that they're committing a crime here? I mean, I don't know if I think they're committing a crime, but it is sick. And... There's no other... I can't even think of an analogy where this would be, like... Where you put somebody in, in harm's... This, come on, these people. It's terrible. But again, I would not go back. So I don't know why they keep going. That's a good point. And what do they say? And how long has this been going on? And what is the... How are they I think it's been this? years. Okay. And she'll say things like about it. And they're like, you're no better than the rest of us. You'll eat what we eat. Hello. Oh, okay. Hey, I'm just in shock. Like, I don't even know what to say. I'm, like, trying to wrap my head around, like, Like, how they think she's just being pa- high maintenance. How parents would, like, high maintenance carry an EpiPen? I know. She, you know what she should do? She should just get the EpiPen out and ready and have her husband, like, prepped with it. And be like, okay, what ifs, and eat it. <gasps> Sarah. And just roll the dice. That is too risky. I know. That's terrible advice. Do not yeah, take that. Yeah, because that's that is just... no way my, med- my, my professional advice. You're risking but, your life for, like, spite. I mean, what else? Uh, oh, I at know. At a certain point, it's like, what are you going to do? This is not... I'm not faking it. She could it. fake it. Yeah, that's she a better idea. She could pretend to eat it and then, like, fake it. <laughs> yes. that. There you go. Do that. I thought my in-laws were bad. I mean, that's next level. Yeah. They Have don't... you ever dated somebody who's... Well, or... I mean, I was going to say... But she... Your in-laws don't, like not like you like hate you mm. have you ever dated somebody who where you felt like they really didn't like you they or Sarah, do they all do you of feel them like that? all of them and still to this day what i've never had an in-law experience that was a good one. Oh my gosh why is that you think well <laughs> i'm starting to think it's me sarah no but like <laughs> what is it that you're not getting a lot like is it just different clashing personalities? Is it like, you know, the kind of mom who wants I, to be overly you know involved with their son? And if that I one is were crazy. to get analytical, I would yeah. think that these women are all very strong women and so am I. And that yeah. the sons are attracted to these strong women because their moms were like that. But then the two strong women clash. Of course. So I think that's all it is. That. This is so, oh God, what does it say about me that I always date guys who have pretty kind of like the Passive moms. moms. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you're easygoing, so it makes sense oh, that they would good. then. that's good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm easygoing. Yeah. They're easygoing moms. That's more. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I mean, it makes sense. And that probably means I'll end up with a daughter-in-law that's a bitch and I'll hate her. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> Goes around, comes around. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Whatever. I get it. Um, but anyway, yeah. If she, at least she doesn't try to kill me, so I should just thank yeah. My that lucky is stars. crazy. I just, I just kind of can't believe that that is. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, shouldn't this be not like allowed? Like, what do you even do about that? You know. Maybe it's because like, so many people have allergies now, they will start making legislation about it or something. Yeah, because what do you do? And remember how up in arms people got about the um, freaking Peter Rabbit movie? Yeah, they made fun of the allergy. Yes. Maybe that's why they were so mad because it creates a culture in which people don't take allergies seriously, like this family. Oh my god! <laughs> I've come they might. Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess whatever. I was or on they're the side just a holes. The, the writers before. <laughs> Well, anyway, that's that. Yeah. I mean, I that's don't really know what kind of advice you'd give creepy. to someone like, like that. Oh, I know. Don't go over there, like you said. Yeah. You Stay the hell away. Or wrong. go out to dinner together. Right. Just stop <laughs> eating at their house, for yeah. Christ's sake. Yeah. You're going to die. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, anyway, one positive thing, thing I love, thing yes. you love, thing yes. you should own. Quip toothbrush. Love them. I was just talking about them. I I just sit around my house talking about my toothbrush. <laughs> because we went on a trip and they were so yes. it was so easy. Um and I do a scratch test now with Lincoln. I forgot to tell you about this. Oh. Because kids aren't always great at brushing their teeth. They're never great at brushing their teeth. <sighs> and so whenever he's done, I do a scratch test and I take my nail and scratch his tooth. It's so That's gross. Good. But it no. is because then he'll be like, scratch test. Anyway. What, That's thanks, adorable. Thanks to Quip, he always does two minutes because it vibrates and you know how long you need to brush. And every 30 seconds, it reminds you to switch sides. So that's great. There's a mirror mount that uh, is so pretty and it makes your toothbrush look sleek in your bathroom, not one of those bulky ones. And uh, it's great for, oh, you should get this for like back to school. Like oh, do yeah. it as, you know, you're getting the new clothes, new backpack, all that. Just get a new toothbrush for you or your kids. And you'll be so happy you did. So convenient. And they send you a new head every three months for five bucks. So, because that's when, how often you have to refresh your toothbrush. Um, I love Quip. And it's perfect for getting back to a routine. Quip starts at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash brain candy right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash brain candy. All right. What else? Well, I read a really funny study, one of those like, hey, guess what? Everything you you assumed is actually true. What? Their uh, new new research reveals that uh, men who take unsolicited pictures of their genitalia and send them to women are narcissistic and sexist. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm like, (sighs) uh, didn't need that. I kind of am surprised, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Men who sent dick pics reported higher levels of narcissism as well as ambivalent and hostile sexism. (gasps) Gosh, really? Yeah. And there's over a thousand men who took part in the study. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And over of those uh, a thousand men who took part, 48% admitted to having previously sent unrequested dick pics. (gasps) 
So pretty much 50% of the dudes out there are sending dick pics. Wow. Yep. Okay. And how, so how many are unsolicited, do you think? Oh, how many of them are unsolicited? Well, that's, that's, that, that's what they said. Unrequested dick pics, 48% of them have done that. That's insane. Yeah. Like we're, we're women weren't asking like, excuse me, can I please have one? They just did it without. Well, what and it's about, interesting to hear ahead. the reasons for why. Why? So a lot of times you think it's, um, oh, like to entice the woman, but about mm-hmm. 50% hoped that receiving a picture of their junk would make the woman feel more attractive. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why would their and junk, as you say, make this me is, feel attractive? So remember a while ago we were talking about, oh my God, what was, oh, oh my gosh, this is going to be, I can't believe I'm ta- saying this word so many times and it's recorded and record. Those, the butt snorkeling thing. Yeah. And we were talking about it, maybe <laughs> me having a theory that it's about like making yeah. women feel vulnerable. Yes. So in this study, it showed that uh, 15% of the participants who showed their, who sent these pictures did so to elicit fear in recipients and 8% did so to evoke a sense of shame. Come on. Yeah, what? And those are people who are, let's also take into consideration that these are the people who are openly admitting it on the survey, not right. the people who are looking at the survey and giving us the answer that maybe society wants them to give. Mm-hmm. So I always like maybe think those numbers and ones that are kind of self like yeah shaming might be a little bit higher or like you know yeah underrepresented some, yes thank uh-huh. you for saying the right word yeah. yes so can you believe that 15% did it to elicit fear and do you, you want to tell me that all people who want to you know do those things to women are doing it because they want to make the woman feel better not according to be- who's sending dick pics and wow. I bet the if you were to look at the uh, a Venn diagram of unsolicited dick pic senders to people who have stickers that say butt snorkeler on their car, there may be a lot of overlap. Right. Yep. I, I Do you think when they say the thing about shame or whatever, I forget the wording, but do you think they mean more like, you know, it feels taboo or naughty and they want the girl to feel that way rather than no. like, really? I think, it's, I think it's the same as like a, like a flasher or a, <gasps> It's it's that. It's like flashing for for the technological age. And then that also makes you think, wow, that percentage is really high. Mm-hmm. And is this something that is a form of like sexual harassment that we're just like kind of socially okay with because it's new? Yeah. But not I mean, really okay with. I mean, we're not. But it just doesn't get put in that same category as like a flasher. But sending a dick pic to somebody who's not asking for it. Why is that any different than being in front of their house and opening up a mm-hmm. robe and showing them? It's really not. Okay. Let's c- consider, though, there's kind of a, a scale in the sense that someone might not say, I want to see, see your junk, but they, you might be sexting and like having obviously intimate conversations yeah. where yeah. not that, that, that it's implied, it's invited. but yeah, right. it's a little bit more like that. Do you think that would still be called unsolicited? I don't think so. I, okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like it wouldn't be. I think this is just the ones that are 
But I don't know. I would have to find out. I can't answer that because I haven't read the details. But I, now I want to read that actual study because we can, we will know for a fact if I read the, look at the tables and all the stuff in the study. Oh my God. Really hoping those Chapman logins are still working. We should put that article in the newsletter because that's really interesting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This was like one of those like throwaway things that I've had for a while that's like, oh, I don't know if this is really going to be a, a good one. Not like a while, but you know, one yeah. that I was like an extra talking thing, you know, and turns out there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, because that dynamic of pictures, naked pictures, nudes, is um, it's a, it's a tricky situation. <gasps> oh, I didn't even read this. I, I don't know why I skimmed over this article and didn't read this section. Now that I'm looking at it and going to like put it in my, you know, put in the brain candy files file, uh, it says mm-hmm. a number of participants selected misogyny and control as their main <clears throat> motivations with some endorsing statements like, I feel a sense of dislike towards women and sending dick pics is satisfying or sending dick pics gives me a feeling of control over the person that I have sent it to. That's absolutely shocking. Yep. yep, 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 yep. Um, but a majority believed that the pictures would inspire positive feelings amongst the recipients. I wonder if what we're really talking about are these people where you don't even know the guy and he sends it yes. to you. Yes. Or if it's, you know, a friend or someone you know that's decided to do that. Mm, I don't but know. But if it's strangers, then that makes more sense. Yeah. Because then yeah. they are just trying to be what you're saying, misogynistic yeah. and domination. But the overall, the overall message, the overall like information that, that, that this, this study showed was that contrary to popular opinion, it's rarely a man's uncontrollable libido that compels him to send the pictures. What? It's not the sex drive. It's huh. the other, it's everything else that goes into it. They are sick. Yeah, I mean, like, this is, like, crazy. Yes, it is. It's so, oh, it is so interesting to talk about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sending Mm, that. mm, That is shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to have to to take a deep dive into that research uh, and that study. And it was was in the Journal of Sex, like, yeah, Yeah. Journal of Sex Research. So it's, like, a legit, I mean, that's, like, the one, so. Mm. Well... I'll change gears. We can talk about something that is safe for work. Um, Oh, good. (laughs) I wanted to know what you think about this. And I really don't have a lot of information, but it was talking about meditation. And you know how for a long time everyone's talked about the importance of mindfulness? Yes. But they did this study where they found that people that meditated on the idea of emptiness... Um, had decreased negative thoughts by 24% as compared to those who meditated on mindfulness. But this is, I'm, I'm interested to know like what the difference is, like how are they classified? Like what is mindfulness for them? Well, so mindfulness is that idea about, you know, being present and, you know, centering yourself Mm -hmm. in this moment and being at one with your body and everything. Whereas emptiness is focused more on the Buddhist idea of, you know, being without a soul. So like the opposite, being untethered to this world. Oh. Rather than grounding yourself, you're almost doing the opposite. You know, that's really interesting because I almost feel like one is just a stepping stone on the way to the other. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that in order to get to a place where we're so detached from our bodies that 
how on earth can we be attached to our minds? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I think step one is connection to your body. Step two is then learning how to trust like your body, let it beat, and then transcend. Because mm-hmm. I, I have seen the benefit so much of my own mindfulness practice, and when I really do focus on that, it helps me get back to a place where then, after a little bit of practicing that, I find that my meditations switch and they become more where like I don't have a sense of where like I begin and the rest of the war, you know, mm-hmm. I begin and end and I does feel like all one. And then you start, it feels very, very like light and, you know, energetic and those kind of things. But I think that's impossible to just skip straight to that. Well, I kind of feel like we were talking about this recently in one of our book club meetings, but it was saying, talking about how, what, might work for one person, wouldn't necessarily. Oh, yes. So it's kind of like whatever works for you. Yeah. Um, and so this could fall into that category where more people might benefit from the emptiness while others, you know, would focus on mindfulness. And I'm interested, like, if they took participants who were already participating in a mindfulness program, then there are people who already have practice, who already understand. Yeah, because this was a longitudinal study. This is people that had to do it every day for years and years and years. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. there—that's where that's it. That's it. Because Mm -hmm. if you, but if you just took, see, Joe Schmo, yeah, yeah, Yeah. and Mm -hmm. if you took a bunch of Joe Schmoes and asked them to practice emptiness, they're going to be like, oh, right, what is that? And you know, like an empty container. Well, actually, that would be a good metaphor, and they could. (laughs) You're like, I'm good at this. Yeah. (laughs) Oh well, this is actually a perfect segue because. And similarly with the meditating and what works for one, does it work for other? Same goes for diet and exercise and lifestyle. And um, Noom is a great option for you if you want to be held accountable, develop healthier habits, feel better. Um, and they create a community and you can access it on your phone, your app, the, through the app or online or whatever. And it'll help you whether you want to lose weight or you just want self-care or you want to eat better and you need to learn some techniques. And not just about like temporary, but like how to implement them and change your lifestyle. So they have like a cognitive behavioral approach. And I just think it's a great thing because everyone has different goals and everyone has, you know, different desires out of life. But Noom has a way to make you commit in 10 minutes a day or less. So that's pretty great. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for a trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash brain candy. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash brain candy to start your free trial today. That's Noom.com slash brain candy, the last weight loss program you'll need. Cool. Love it. Yes. So there you go. If you want to emptiness meditate or mindfully meditate. Yeah. You know, I was reading a um, some article that was interviewing the Dalai Lama and asked him about, like, what kind of meditation does he use and how does he meditate? Yeah. And he talked about, and I think I mentioned this on here before, but he talked about how there are two kinds of meditation. There's the single point focus meditation, and there's the kind of meditation where you could just meditate on a task that you need to get done mm-hmm. and think about, and how he's more focused on the task he needs to get done meditation now in his life. And yeah. so that we, that there's this idea of like, oh, I got to clear my mind and think about nothing. But no, you can think about that thing that has been weighing on your mind, but like give yourself permission to think about it here in this space and think about like open your mind up 
to new possibilities and new solutions for that thing. That would be, I feel like that would be good for me. Like certain like, ones yes, I think totally. would be good for a certain type of people. Yeah. I, I absolutely that. think that is more like your kind of meditation. That's cool. I'm surprised yeah. he said that though. Right. And, and I feel like it's somebody who's like busy and somebody who wants to make a lot of change and wants to do a lot and wants to, you know, like put this energy towards something and not just feel like they're wasting time or like not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And it like allows your brain to do that, which is what your brain loves doing anyway. So put it to use in a good way. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's a good tip. Thanks, Dalai Lama. <laughs> Thanks he, again. He, kn- he knows a thing. What about that? About how he's too. such a jackass though and said... Uh, if there was a female Dalai Lama, she would need to be attractive. I did hear that. What the fuck is he talking about? Oh, God. I'm like, have you looked in the mirror, dipshit? Yeah, why do they get to... Oh, God. I know. I just can't... I cannot, for the life of me, figure out how he thought that was useful. Yeah. And and it's not like he just said it and then he walked it back. He doubled down. He kept saying, yeah, I still believe that. Oh, that makes me feel like he... Yeah, we'll pretend like that didn't happen. Let's pretend like that didn't happen. I mean, we're not supposed to do that, but we're going to. You know, it's so funny. Speaking, though, of the um, the allergy thing, Yeah, I was reading this article about, do you know the uh, coffee brand Chock Full of Nuts? Yes. Well, they are having sl- uh, slumping sales because people think there's actual nuts in it. No! Yeah, like they have nut allergies and they're afraid or they like don't want extra weirdness oh, in their coffee. Sake. Yeah. And I just think this is so funny because and now they had to put this label on all their cans that says... Nut free. Yeah, no nuts. And then it says, 19, in 1920, we sold nuts. In 1930, we sold nuts and coffee. Now we sell coffee and we do not sell nuts. <laughs> Oh, my... I think they should just change the name. They said that they like their name. Oh, God. I mean, it is funny. It's so funny. It's And it hilarious. never occurred to me that anyone would... But it makes sense. Of course you're going to think there's nuts in it. It's called chock full of nuts. It's exactly. It, the, it, the essence of nuts, is, or at least, at the very least, <sighs> it's hazelnut essence. flavored. Yeah. You know, which mm-hmm. I can't... I do not like in coffee. But I do not like any of that flavored coffee. Were you? Yes. Yeah, you're the one that had the chicory coffee. Was that you? No, I was joking about that because <laughs> I was reading all the offerings at Dollywood. Yeah. Right, and, no, no. We were reading about what I would be allowed to drink if I had like the, a diet that were like, you know, the low sugar diet or whatever, like what to, to take out of yeah, my diet. Yeah, what there would still be left to eat. Yeah. And yeah. it was like no caffeine, but chicory coffee. And I was like, what the hell is that? I'm not, I'm not eating any... Beaver bark. Beaver bark. I'm not turning that into coffee. I need that. I need the caffeine. Give right. me the good stuff. I never knew chicory coffee was caffeine free. I didn't either. I don't even know what that is. And why would anyone ever drink coffee or soda with no caffeine in it? I don't know. Because I tried decaf once when I was pregnant, and I it, it was like I did a cartoon spit take. Shut up. I was like, wait, it doesn't what taste is this the trash? Same? What? It doesn't taste the same? Oh, it tastes like chemicals to me. I oh. can taste whatever process made a decaf. Get out of here. I can. Huh. Because I, I thought the that was the whole coffee. The running joke on sitcoms and stuff is like, they, nobody can tell whether they're actually getting decaf or regular when the diner people pour it in. 
No, I can tell. I can taste. I can taste the calf. Oh. I can taste the calf. Well, I mean, we're, the only solution, the only real way we'll know is if we do a taste test. Yeah, because what happen. if possibly it was just the pregnancy that altered your oh. taste buds? This is true. We don't have a control group on this. We don't. Okay, we're gonna need to. We're gonna need to do it. We still research. have to do our test on our asparagus pee question. Oh, on whether you're a smeller, right? Goodness gracious, we need a trip to the grocery store. We have, <laughs> it's clear we, our afternoon. We have a lot of experiments to do. Yeah. I mean, we, we sure won't do. get anywhere with them, but... There'll be good info to talk about for this. This is another story on this same topic about experiments. How about... You know how we talk about how women are always screwed in these studies because we're yes, not represented? because we're not included? Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, not only are human women excluded, but there is bias by scientists against female lab animals. Oh, for Christ's sake. Yes. The, this makes no sense because they, they're the ones that can have babies and make you have more lab animals. That is the problem, though, is that they adopted this sort of 19th century idea that because female mice, for instance, have something similar to a menstrual cycle, it's mm-hmm. inconvenient. And so they're just like, let's just eliminate that obstacle. Okay. Instead of thinking this could affect our results and women, humans. Okay. I, this is like ringing a bell of stuff that we talked about in like psychopharmacology and of trouble with like side effects of drugs and men and women. Oh yeah. Right. Because like you can't know how it's going to work with female hormones because it's only tested on like male. Exactly. Okay, this, yeah. I and was the, like only half paying attention during that class because I'm like, yeah, yeah, lab animals, whatever. So I'm, let's get back to talking about people. And I should have listened better. And even like because of that same thing, they misdose women as well. So yeah. they'll just say, oh yeah, God. an adult should take one pill. And really uh, an adult woman could just take half because they metabolize things differently. Okay, and that's why the side effects are stronger, I bet. Yes. Because they're getting a higher dose. And okay. Isn't that terrible? It is. And the female scientist that did the study, she was saying um, women are not more complicated than men because that's one of the things they say. And hormones are not a female problem for animal research. Like it is part of the research. Right. It's not a problem. Right. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Even when you read that sentence, it didn't even strike me as like, uh, you know, like what, what is wrong with the sentence until you said the last part of it of like, it is the research. Right. We need to know this. I didn't even realize that in Mm -hmm. my mind that like they're calling it what that is saying about women and like, you're basically calling us the problem. Like for sure. How my biology is, is problem a defect in your studies like in con- <sighs> yep so that's another thing to be mad about what's new i know i i'm getting exhausted at all the rage i have constantly i know that's why your birthday card was themed patri- anti-patriarchy themed by the way thank you so much for those earrings sarah got me oh, these Suze, gorgeous so earrings and i just keep looking at them and thinking like i just feel so you know how you feel like almost undeserving and oh, you're the most deserving oh my god it was so generous and thoughtful and right up my alley and Good. that was so nice 
Thanks, Suze. You're so sweet. You're a good yes, gift well, giver. You, you deserve. So are you. That's what. That's. I was like, damn. How can I top? I can't top. I never will. The beautiful graduation gift you gave me. Oh, that's nothing nice. will ever be better than that. How does it look in your new place? I haven't even hung it yet. I haven't oh. hung a single painting. Oh, I know. Not that's such a, a single pain. one. It's a pain. Not I even. Get it. Not one. So don't think it's like just not yours. <laughs> and remember those beautiful prints that we bought. Mm-hmm. Haven't even unrolled those yet. Aww. Like, I got some cool stuff to hang up, but I... Well, there's no hurry. Take your time. Right, right, right. I mean, step one, put the boxes away. Ugh, it's I such know, a process. Because <sighs> I just keep saying to myself, like, it's not going anywhere. And I keep, like, you know, having to travel for work. But it really needs to get... I just need to power through it. Well, and when it's related to a breakup, it's just harder. Yep. It just feels like every step is like, well, okay, this means this is done. This means, I don't know. It's just like everything. Yeah. So I get it. And the hanging part is, in my opinion, the worst part. Well, of the picture, of having to oh, put pictures I hate it. It's so hard to get them straight and flutter. Oh, Suze, I've got so many tricks for you. That's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> We're the opposite in that way. But like, even if you have a trick, it's still a pain in the ass. Oh, it feels so satisfying. It's like there's something that feels really good about getting a gallery wall all put up or having a picture perfectly level. It's almost like the world out there is out of control. But I know one thing for sure. This picture is level. Oh, that I get that. I get that. And I get it, that. It, it, it gives me – that's like I, what I, with a lot of those home repair things. It's like, you know, everything's crazy but – my sink doesn't leak anymore. So I, we're, I somehow am managing the chaos. I get it. And it gives it. me a little sense of like, ah, all's right. Yeah, I really do get that. It's just hard and I'm not a detail person and I think that's a thing where you really oh. have to be detail oriented. Yes, totally. Yeah, well, that's why we're friends. That's why I got you and I'll just adjust the pictures on the wall periodically as I come over for our <laughs> gallery wall over here. Oh my God. I got you, boo. Thanks, Sarah. Anything <laughs> else you want to share? Hmm, just that I love you guys and like, have you subscribed? Have you like told your friends? Have you like made sure that you like are downloading all of our latest and greatest? You probably are because you're listening to this. But are your friends, families, loved ones? Yeah, sure. Be a be a pal and do that. Come on. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.